Hello, everybody. Before we start today's episode, I am going to tell you a little bit about the newest sponsor of the Simply Finance with Shane White podcast. It's called Routine. Um, we actually had one of the co-founders on the podcast, uh, Jake Rhodes, um, back early on one of my founder series episodes. And one of their products really caught my attention early on called Morning Routine. And uh, we decided to work together. So I'm excited to have them as part of the podcast. Um, we've been talking about them over the last couple months. And you know what? I want to remind all of you today just why I love their products so much and wanted to share it with you. Uh, so just so you know, when we sleep, we lose between a pound and a pound and a, and a half of water, expelling vapors, sweat, etc. Morning routine comes in these single serve packets. I kind of think, uh, you know, any of those packets that you pour into a container of water or whatever drink you use. Um, each of those packets comes with half an organic lemon, one tablespoon ACV or uh, apple cider vinegar, Himalayan sea salt, and all six essential electrolyte electrolytes. Excuse me, but most importantly, no sugar. Yes, no sugar in their products at all. Uh, like I said, it comes in one tear apart pack. Uh, you mix that with about 20 ounces of water. Um, and, you know, obviously water is good for you anyway. So get you extra hydrated. And really the whole concept behind routine um, was Jake and his wife wanted products that you could trust, made convenient, uh, products that they felt comfortable giving to their kids. Um, and that is exactly why they came up with routine. Just to give you guys a little bit more of a background into routine. Um, you know, I love their product from the start. Um, and so did my wife. We actually, you know, had them early on and we're big fans of what routine um, was. But it's funny. It's one of those things. Um, and I talk about it on here a lot is consistency. The more we had routine in the morning, um, when we ran out, I remember the first time we ran out, we both were like, I feel different today. Like, I just don't feel as hydrated. It's very, I don't know. It's a, it's a strange thing. Um, but I would love for all of you to try it. One of the things I promise with my podcast, with my platform is that I'm never going to promote products that I don't love or use myself. So if you want to give morning routine or any of their other products a shot, you can go over to your routine dot com um, and at checkout use code Shane White 30. Again, that's Shane White 30 at checkout. You'll get 30% off your first order uh, and you can check it out, which is exciting. Um, I hope you guys do and I hope you guys love routine. All right, everybody. The episode is up right after the intro, which is right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Simply Finance with Shane White. Thank you for listening today. Um, if you guys have been following along with the podcast, or if you're new, um, again, thank you for being a listener. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast and you know found it due to uh, one of my recent guests, I just wanted to give a little intro and background into this episode today. This episode today 
is uh, what I like to call a solo episode. Uh, every now and then I'll drop on here if there's something um, you know, in the news as far as financial or investing related news that I think would be beneficial for all of you. I'll drop on and, and do an episode that way. Sometimes we'll do some 101s where it's just, you know diving into a financial topic. Really, that's the reason I started this podcast way back a little over you know a year and some change ago was to uh, help bridge uh, the gap between really important financial you know literacy understanding uh, and you know the uh, the ways of learning, which honestly have for the most part been boring taught by uh, you know older folks who uh, don't know how to break it down and, and explain it in a nice fun way for uh, different generations. So that was kind of the the beginning of this podcast. It's obviously bloomed into um, interviews and a lot of different things. So it, it's a lot of fun. But today, today is a little bit of a news update. Uh, and really, I like to come on here now uh, every couple weeks and just do kind of like a refresh as far as what I think um, the future of you know these markets, uh, the COVID, with COVID, just like any updates, how it's going to affect your investments and strategies. Um, I, for me, it's, it's one of two things. One, keeps me accountable, keeps me very looped in, and, and hopefully it benefits all of you as far as getting a nice little refresh or new perspective on uh, someone who pays attention to the financial markets um, in a really particular way. Uh, so hopefully from that standpoint, these are really helpful. Number two, it helps uh, helps you learn, helps me learn too, actually, uh, as far as, you know, putting this stuff out there of, you know, my thoughts, my beliefs. And then, you know, when it actualizes, I can always go back and listen. And so can you. And we can kind of learn together through these 101s or these, uh, these solo podcasts that I do uh, to find out, you know, which things are, you know, end up happening, which don't, and why. So anyway, today, uh, the, the reason I wanted to get on, uh, there's been a lot of big news lately with COVID um, and with uh, just in general, the country opening up. Now, outside the United States, there's plenty of places where it's really bad. Uh, and, I, and I don't want to, you know, put, you know, not put light to that. But here in the U.S., um, the big news that happened, and I believe it's been about a week, is the CDC came out and announced that if you are vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Now, since that's happened, I will say I have been out and about. Uh, I have gone to plenty of stores and I believe, and I live in Chicago, so maybe it has to do with a little bit of where I'm at. Um, but there's been no store that I've been to where they've gone with the CDC guidelines and allowed people to not wear masks. So Nothing has changed for me yet. I uh, I definitely still have to wear a mask when I go out. And um, so that hasn't changed entirely. But what I do think that does uh, by having this new CDC guidance, it definitely makes things a little more interesting, or at least it, it opens the next door for people to, you know, for a lot of our country to open up. Now, if you think back to when this started over a year ago and you fast forward to today, I feel like we're in this really weird limbo place where most people have tried to go back to some sort of normal. On the flip side, I think anyone who was working in an office, you know, vast majority of those people are still working remote like me. Um, but then there's things opening up. Like I went to a comedy club a couple weekends ago. Um, there's still social distancing. You still have to wear a mask when you walk in. 
Um, but you know, restaurants for the most part, I mean, we go out to eat me and my wife just like we were before. So it's really a mixed bag of what's open and what's not right. And I think a lot of you would probably agree with me depending on where you live, especially if you live in places where it's more open. I mean, those, some of those places are, uh, <laughs> for lack of better words, wide open, uh, Florida, Texas, um, we were down in Florida, you know, wearing masks in stores wasn't necessarily the, the norm. Uh, so it really depends on where you are, number one. But number two, the real reason for this episode today, I thought it was interesting to get on. You know, I, as you all probably know, if you've listened to me long enough, big fan of e-commerce. I've worked in that space professionally for, wow, over a handful of years now, almost eight years, I believe, uh, in e-commerce just in general. Um, and so I've always been bullish, even back to when I started working in e-com in uh, 2016, very bullish on the space and thought it, it was the future. COVID hits, it becomes the present, right? Like overnight, if you were a brand who didn't have an e-commerce, um, if you didn't have an e-commerce platform or you weren't up and running uh, on a lot of these e-commerce sites, one of two things happened. Either one, you got your shit together and you got up and you got running and you saw you saw some, for a lot of brands, some huge improvements year over year in sales because people were all shopping online. If you, if you weren't online, you just created a whole new sales channel for yourself. Or number two, you didn't do a good job and you got left in the dust and now there's people who have overtaken you know, your position maybe in the market or new entrants have come in because of the ability to sell online. So e-commerce definitely came and has become much more of a mainstay. I think across the board, um, across uh, demographics, across different age ranges, you know, how many of your parents, grandparents, um, aunts, uncles, whoever, who you would have never expected to buy something online are now buying online all the time. So all of that said, um, I, I have the perspective. And again, anything I say on here is just my perspective. I'm, I'm no hedge fund manager. I'm no financial advisor. Uh, I'm just a guy that's always trying to learn, always trying to push the boundaries on um, my investing knowledge, uh, do lots of research. I'm always talking to people about it. So this is just my perspective. But I do think um, e-commerce, this basically was the match. The match lit the, uh, the end of the wick. And we, we haven't seen that explosion yet. Um, I think COVID was a huge explosion, no doubt about it. Most businesses who were online saw an incredible explosion um, this last year from more people shopping online. But I think it just basically, like I said, let, let the fuse for people who uh, didn't shop online before. Now you realize how easy it is, how convenient it is, how you can just click something on that phone in your pocket and stuff shows up. And it's just so much nicer than having to go to the store. Uh, even, you know, use cases like groceries. Um, you know, I'm, I will be the first to admit I've worked in e-commerce for a long time. I've even worked with brands in the food industry, obviously, as, as a lot of you know. And, um, I don't use the grocery delivery service at all. I've done it a couple times when me and my wife had COVID, uh, earlier this year in January, we used it for grocery del delivery. It was phenomenal. It wasn't as expensive as I thought. And I was like, maybe this is something we're going to continue doing. Haven't done that. Um, but that doesn't mean we won't. And I think a lot of people who are older and maybe feel like the risk of, of getting COVID, uh, is higher. I think those are a lot of the people who are now also adopting this uh, and learning that it's safer, it's easier. You don't have to go out in public. You don't have to deal with all the, you know, 
grossness of being slammed in with a bunch of people and touching everything that you do at a grocery store. Um, so I think that is here to stay. I, I definitely do believe in that. Um, but the biggest reason for today's episode was I always like to catch up. Uh, CNBC puts out something usually in the midday and it's just stocks making the biggest moves midday. Uh, and really it's just, they look at stocks doing well and doing poorly uh, and they try to do a little breakdown of, of why, like what changed, what happened, why is the stock price changing? What I found very interesting was out of, you know, they always pick a handful or, you know, maybe two handfuls of stocks um, to talk about. Three of the stocks um, were retail related. So they talked about Walmart, they talked about Home Depot, they talked about Macy's. Home Depot was the only one in there that has seen a slight, you know, decrease in stock price today for its own reasons. But they talk about in here some two two big takeaways that I just wanted to plant in all of your brains. And the whole point of today's episode is right here. This is the this is the crux of it all um, that I wanted you guys to think about. And as you think about the next call it three, six months of this COVID ev- evolution of us kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I thought it'd just be great for you guys to just stop and think about. So Walmart and Macy's. Macy's, I'll start with because this was the most surprising to me. Um, Macy's shares crept up 0.1%, which, you know, obviously that's not a lot, but Macy's has not done well, right? Uh, Especially since COVID started. And it's because they followed a basically a surprise first quarter profit. So, you know, as you guys, we've talked about in here a little bit, analysts on Wall Street are constantly analyzing companies. They put out what's called a forecast. They they will put out something that is like, hey, I think Macy's is going to sell this much and earn this much. Um, and it's a, it's a guess, but it's a lot of people use, you know, these analysts have a history of, uh, of doing this. And so it, it usually is a good barometer uh, as far as um, judging the future earnings of a company. Now, are they right? No. Uh, I've done plenty of forecasting in my professional career. The one thing we always say as a forecaster is you're probably going to be wrong. So, or sorry, you will be wrong. It's the question is by how much. So, um, you know, for example, Macy's analyst expected a quarter or a Q1 profit loss. So basically just, you know, they lost money. They expected 39 cents per share loss. So, you take 39 cents times the amount of outstanding shares. That's the total dollar loss they expected. They actually came out and posted a 41 cent profit. So basically a hundred percent swing in the other direction. <clears throat> and that is the reason for today's episode. And the reason I say it like that is because, okay, what does that mean? Well, number one, something outproved itself uh, versus what a lot of these analysts expected. Macy's, Walmart, Home Depot, all those guys are reporting e-commerce growth. No surprise there. They're continuing to elevate and grow their e-commerce platforms, just like I said before. But on the flip side, now that a lot of these mask mandates are, you know, the national one is going away, states are slowly opening up, more and more people are getting vaccinated. We're getting again into this weird limbo little position where retail sales are picking up again. So let's take a step back. E-commerce is growing. So either, you know, new consumers or new customers or their their customer base before COVID, more of them are buying online than ever before. And it continues to increase. But now that stores are opening up and people are willing to go back in, we're seeing more and more folks go back in. So that could mean one of two things. I mean, one, people are doing both. People are, you know, they might go in the store and then they, they're out of something or they think of something when they get home. 
they have the app now and they just buy it. So maybe they went to the store yesterday like, shit, I forgot, you know, nails at Home Depot. Go online and you ship some nails to your house. Horrible example, but who knows? Maybe that's happened. Um, and so maybe you're getting some people kind of double dip and in, in doing both. Um, you definitely are probably having folks who, uh, who used to go in the store who now just go online. But what's great is for a lot of these companies, they're seeing both sides of the coin grow. They're seeing now that people are going in store and you see people who are um, still buying online. So where I want you guys to kind of to kind of look at, you know, I've talked on here, my bullishness uh, for e-commerce. That does not change even the slightest bit. But I have not been thinking very clearly and honestly haven't been thinking too much about the growth of retail again. And that partially is because I think uh, retail is just not something that long, long term. So I think, you know, I think long term, I think, oh, I don't know, the next 40 years of me investing until I'm 70. Um, I don't think retail is like the next big thing. Like a lot of the big retail partners, I think they're going to slowly but surely move more and more of their businesses to e-com. But if you're someone who's thinking a little more short term or medium term, just, like again, I don't have the answer to this. Just something after I'm reading through a lot of these articles uh, and doing my own research this week that I, I thought of today. Um, think about what retail could look like a year from now. You know, people are sick and tired of being at home. Macy's had a really good point in their uh, in their re- earnings release explaining how you know people are buying a lot more online than they ever have from them. And they think they're buying dresses and you know outfits because people are pumped and ready to go to things again this summer, whether that's concerts or just parties in general, right? So um, anyway, plant that in your brain. Is investing in retail, physical retail locations um, the best thing? I will give you my two cents before we sign off here. I don't think... but. Uh, I don't think investing in retail locations that don't have great e-commerce platforms is a good idea. But in the short to medium term, if you're someone who's worried about that, and that's not some that's not a, a, a an avenue or a time frame that I normally play a lot in. I, I'm pretty pretty long term thinking most of the time. Um, investing in any of these firms that have great e-commerce platforms, either before COVID or now that they've been through COVID, they've created them. Um, and they have retail locations in places where people are going to go back. Something to think about, because I think some of these companies could see this like double whammy of you know people want to go back to the mall or people still need to go to Home Depot in person to get plants and shit in the spring. Uh, but now they know they can go online, and now they're getting used to buying online. Um, those could be some areas for investment, especially I think for the rest of 2021. Um, especially as you think about if you're investing in something now or in the middle of May of 2021, um, wh- what happens when we get to the holidays? If the holidays, things stay as they are now, if not more open, we're going to be in a world where everyone's used to buying online, starting to get cold out again, but people are going to go back and shop in stores. They're going to, I guarantee you, they're going to go back to that holiday rush of trying to get everything for Christmas. So just think about it. Um, I would love to know what you guys think. If you want to leave a comment, um, as always, if you could leave a, a review, uh, you know, give me five stars. Love that. Um, and the thing that I got to always throw out to you guys, and I, I can't thank you all enough, is um, if you share this with your friends, if this episode helped you in any way, I would just I couldn't tell you how much I appreciate 
you guys sharing these episodes. It's truly what has helped this podcast grow and scale. And uh, thank you for that. I have some incredible guests coming up. So keep an eye out for new episodes. Set, set that uh, notification on if you follow me on on uh, Apple iTunes or uh, I think Spotify podcast has a notification thing as well. Um, if you haven't listened, my last two podcasts were also with really cool guys in the health and fitness industry. They're both entrepreneurs, um, Eric Hinman and Marston Sawyers, two guys that, uh, I honestly have like followed on Instagram for a long time and they're just very motivational, cool guys to follow. Um, and I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed following them, but getting to meet them and know them was a cool experience. I think you guys will love both of those episodes. So give those a shot. All right, everybody. Thank you again for listening, and we'll be back soon with another episode. For now, keep thinking about those locations, those retail slash e-commerce retailers, and, and maybe throwing a little money at them. All right, everybody. Have a good day. See ya.